Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident Podcast. My name is Kim Ludeman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. Hey friends, I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. I have been so fortunate to get so many amazing guests on the show that have just these incredible stories and insights into confidence, and I've wanted to share their stories with you, and that's left very little space for us to chat. So, hi, I've missed you. (laughs) You guys are on my mind all the time, and I'm always thinking about, you know, the problems that you are facing and how we can work to solve those together and how I can come alongside you and walk with you and serve you, and it is just such a pleasure and a blessing to be with you. So thank you for spending your time with me. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for all the reviews that you leave. Those are like, in the business world, podcast reviews are like currency. That's like your bling right there is having reviews because there are some influencers who actually won't do an interview with you unless you have a certain number of subscribers, followers, or reviews. So every time that you feel like you resonate with an episode, feel free to go over to the Captivatingly Confident page on iTunes or Stitcher and leave a review. That just seriously means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate those of you that have been talking about the show and telling other people about it. We have been growing, which is so exciting. Oh my gosh. It seriously just puts the biggest smile on my face when you tell other people about our conversations that we're having here and what your takeaways are and how it's impacted you. I also invite you to head over to the Facebook page, Captivatingly Confident Community. That is where you can meet with other women who are on the similar journey as you. And it's a great place for community and connection and being seen in a safe environment. So make sure you head over there, Captivatingly Confident Community on Facebook. I invite you to join us. It'll be amazing. Okay, one announcement before we get started with today's topic, and that is that my live class is going to be launching on Thursday. So this class is going to be on Zoom and it's free online. And we're going to be talking through my five-step roadmap to becoming captivatingly confident. I'm going to break it down for you. I have additional questions and I also have an action step for each stage. So there's five action steps that you can kind of write down and see which ones resonate with you and start to work on those. And it's a great way to deepen your understanding of what the process looks like to becoming confident because there is there is a process to it. It isn't just a random kind of, uh, I have to do this and then I have to do this. It's like, oh, there's actually a natural progression that you go through to become confident and to find that ability within yourself. So Again, that's free to register. Yes, you have to be registered. To register, you're going to go over to captivatinglyconfident.com backslash live dash class. 
Or if you have my five-step guide, all you need to do is click the last page. There's a little button on there and that'll take you directly to it as well. So make sure you check that out, get registered. Registration actually closes January 9th. So that's this Wednesday, two days from now, registration closes. All of my attendees get a free gift and access to the replay. So if you wanna go back and listen to it or if you can't make it live, the only way to get the replay this time is through the email. So make sure you do that. Okay, with that, we're gonna dive into today's topic. I'm so whew, excited, maybe a little bit nervous to talk about liking the body that you have. So we're gonna dive into that. I know we've talked about this before earlier on the podcast, but I figured that given the the closeness that it is to the holidays that it'd probably be good to revisit and kind of do some work on this topic. So let's dive in. Okay, so true story. I was going to put my intro in the middle of this, but for some reason, it is so much louder than my normal podcast. So I'm going to do some editing there and work on the intro and make this flow a little bit better because sometimes the volume levels are off and I know that that's annoying and maybe you don't notice, but I do. And I want this show to be awesome for you, so we'll work on that. Okay, so one of the problems that I see coming up often and something that I personally have dealt with myself is what do you do when you don't like your body? When you literally are just either disgusted or hateful or loathing or uncomfortable in the skin that you have. What do you do? For most of us, it is a a desperation, right? It's like, I've got to change this. I've got to lose weight. I've got to get in shape. I've got to get healthy. And we do it from a place of desperation. And that will get us into trouble because from that desperate place, we miss a lot of steps and we often grasp at straws. And things that look good and sound good, but may not actually be good for you. Does that make sense? So for example, keto is hot, hot, hot right now. And keto, if you're not aware, it's the ketogenic diet. And basically what you do is you cut your carbohydrates down by about 75% to about 20 grams of carbs per day, which if you've never counted your carbohydrates, that's not so much. That's hardly anything. And by cutting your carbohydrates that low and increasing your fat and protein, you kind of coax your body into a, quote, fat-burning mode, whereby you're running on ketones to burn your fat and not carbohydrates. And so it allows the body to access some stored fat. And for the first week or two, you will notice a huge difference because When you stop eating the carbohydrates, you lose a lot of the water weight that you've been holding, and oftentimes that's attributed to losing fat, and it's like, yay, oh my gosh, this is working, and then it just gets complicated when you're trying to count macronutrients. You can become obsessive, and then it messes with your mind, and then you get all restricted and triggered, and your inner rebel is like, I don't want to do this anymore, just give me a freaking piece of bread and then you fall off and you feel like crap and then you feel bad and you're back where you started. Sound familiar? 
I hope not. But if it does, I hear you, I get you, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. So that's an example of what we do. We reach for the closest thing that's hot right now because a lot of people are doing it and a lot of people are seeing results. But the problem is, is that those, those results have not been sustained over long periods of time. And that is kind of a shortcut that will 99% of the time end up to be one of those shortcuts that actually either dead ends or takes you 20 times longer than you actually thought it would. Do you know what I'm talking about? So what you have to do if you are going to change your body is you have to do it from a different place. You cannot do it from that place of desperation because then you are more likely to be triggered. You're more likely to develop disordered eating and body dysmorphic issues. It's not a safe place to change your body from. So what what is? That's probably your next question. Okay, well, if I can't do it from this place, what place do I do it from? And if you have read the five-step roadmap to becoming captivatingly confident, then you know exactly where I'm going with this. Because the last stage is growth. And it's from that place of growth and valuing and investing in yourself that you can start to make changes to your body. So the steps before that are first awareness, then acceptance, appreciation, Step four is value and investing, and step five is growth. And if you try to make changes before being a one aware of your confidence blockers and what sabotages you, what you do to sabotage yourself and how you get in your own way and realize what you really want without going through that work, it's, it's still in that desperation mode. And we want to move you out of the desperation mode so that you can make changes that actually stick, changes that are done over time, changes that you feel good about and you're doing from a place of self-acceptance and self-appreciation. Note, I did not say self-love. I often omit self-love because I feel like that is something that is a little bit... Not harder to attain, but kind of. And self-acceptance and appreciation feels much more tangible, feels much closer of a goal. Because I think a lot of times we see in social media and culture that we're supposed to go from this place of desperation and self-loathing and hating how you look to, I love my body. It's great that I have curves. My cellulite's fantastic. I love how it jiggles as I walk, right? We're supposed to bounce to that. And that is not reality, okay? If it's reality for you, I applaud you, sister. That is amazing. Good for you. For the rest of us... (laughs) that are still working this through, you have to make your changes from that place of valuing and investing. So again, if you haven't gotten the five-step roadmap, head over to captivatingtheconfident.com backslash roadmap, download that, and give it a read and see what the process looks like and kind of identify where you are in that process so that you can figure out what your next steps are to get you to a place where you can start to make changes. And what does that look like? Making changes in your body, to your body, for your body, in that place of self-acceptance and appreciation. That looks like using food as nourishment, not as 
a coping skill or something that distracts you or as fuel. That's a big one you hear. Well, food is fuel. It is, but it's oh, it's so much more than that. It's a way to find pleasure in your day. It's a way to slow down. And so looking at it differently can help you to change the shape of your body. If you're not, you know, eating on the run or eating distractedly, which actually causes bloating in your stomach and can make you feel uncomfortable with how you look. But making a switch like that to undistracted eating, for example, can be a game changer. But if you haven't done that work, then it's harder. It's a lot harder to do that. So getting to that place where you can start to invest in yourself. This also looks like looking at your movement motivators. Like what what do you exercise for? How do you exercise? Do you like it? (laughs) Is it sustainable? That's a big one. Is it sustainable? And in the live class on Thursday, we're going to talk about what sustainable movement actually looks like and how you can come up with ways to move your body that feel really good, that you feel good about, that empower you and help you again to connect to that that pleasure, that confidence, that happiness, rather than dreading it, feeling like you have to schedule it in or it's not going to happen, or using it as a punishment for the food that you've eaten. I used to work in a gym and all the time I would hear people talk about, yeah, you know, I ate like a whole box of pizza and then I ran like 10 miles the next day. So it was totally fine. And it's like, ooh, there's there's a few things wrong with that. (laughs) Can we break this down just a little bit? And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Making investment in your sleep, investment in your self-care, investment in your happiness It is crazy to me how much of a barrier there can be or a confidence blocker there can be to pursuing happiness, especially if you come from a more conservative or religious background. Seeking your own pleasure, your own happiness is kind of frowned upon, and there's some work to be done there. There's actually... um, a podcast that's going to be coming up, episode 39, with Carla Lancaster. And we talk about moving from shame to pleasure. And I'm going to have her back on the show. And we're going to discuss, when you've come from a conservative background, how you can move into that space of pleasure and happiness and putting yourself first without the guilt and the shame that comes from what you have grown up kind of exploring and understanding. So that's going to be incredible. That's coming up. But what do you do in the meantime? This is a great question. What do you do in the meantime? And especially after the holidays when we're all kind of packing a few extra pounds, a little bloaty, maybe a little red in the face, or maybe you're like me and you got a bad haircut and you're not feeling as hot as normal. Guys, this haircut, it's okay. It'll grow. I just got to keep telling myself that it will grow and take my biotin. Okay, so what do you do? First things first, you're going to look in the mirror. And you're going to you're going to do this for like a few seconds. This isn't to like strip off all your clothes and you're going to examine every part of you and come to peace with it. That's that's not what we're doing here. If it works best for you to do it right after a shower, perfect. If it works best for you to do it fully clothed, excellent. Whatever works for you. But you're going to stand in front of a mirror just for a minute. And you are going to look in the mirror and you're going to say, 
I am aware that how I look right now is not pleasing to me. It is not bringing me happiness. It's not bringing me joy. It actually is making me feel, and put your feelings in there. Explore that uncomfortable emotion that comes up when you think about how your body looks. I want you to take some space, just a minute or two, to allow those feelings to come up for yourself. And you are going to notice really quick that you want to go eat a cookie or run out of the room or put on your gym clothes and go to the gym or you're going to want to turn on Netflix. Find some way to distract yourself from the uncomfortable feelings that are going to arise. They're going to come. Be prepared. Know ahead of time. This is going to happen. I'm going to be uncomfortable for a few minutes, but it's okay because it won't last. It won't because we're not going to let it. Here's how. So we practice that first step, right? Awareness. I am aware of where I'm at. Here are the feelings that I'm aware of. Next, we accept. I accept that this is where my body is today. I accept the squishy, the dimpled, the rolls, the jiggle. I accept it because this is where I'm at. There is nothing in the world that I can do in the next 24 hours to change any of this. And I think that part right there has the most power because there really isn't. There's no juice fast, no pill, no exercise, no amount of sleep that you can do right now to change how your body looks. It literally is going to look this way for at least the next 24 hours. At least. Right? Except this is where I'm at. And then you're going to sit with that for a few minutes, right? Let it just kind of be, I accept. What would it be like to actually accept where you're at? What would that change for you? How would that change your attitude toward yourself and toward others? Because I know for me, when I'm having a down body day, I am irritable. I am short-tempered. I'm cranky and I'm emotional. And I try to be aware of those things, and I am, and I can tell when something's not quite right with what I'm seeing and what I want to see. Do you know what I'm saying? So then we do the next step. So we've, aware, we've made ourselves aware, we're accepting, and then you're going to move into a space of appreciation. And you're going to appreciate your body for all the things that it does. And I want you to say out loud what your body does that you appreciate. I appreciate that I got up out of bed this morning. I appreciate that I can walk around. I appreciate that I can pick up my kids. I appreciate that I can drive myself to the store. I appreciate that I can move my body and exercise. On and on and on and on. And I want you to list as many things as you can think of that you are appreciative of your body for. I appreciate that I can see and hear and taste and smell, if all those are available to you, of course. Again, this is going to be individualized to you and what is true for you. And you're going to let that, those positive feelings, you're going to let those take up some space. And I want you to see if you can identify where you feel it in your body. Do you feel a little bit lighter? Do you feel like you stand just a little bit taller? Does it bring a smile to your face? Do you feel some of the tension kind of melt away a little bit? 
And maybe the first time you try this, it's not magic. And you're like, okay, I did all that and I still feel like crap. Try again. Come back to it. Give yourself a few hours. Come back to it. Try the next day. And then do it again and again as many times as you need to. As soon as you notice that kind of negativity towards your body creeping in, find a mirror and practice these steps. Awareness acceptance and appreciation. And I want you to practice this. It's a practice, right? Just like everything else in life. It's not a quick fix, but it's something that you practice. And the more you practice it, the better it becomes and the easier and the sweeter it becomes. Because I'll be straight up honest with you. I had some wine and some sourdough last night and I have a little food baby this morning. And I stepped out of the shower and I was like, oh, okay. That's, I don't want to see that. That's not happy. And I caught myself immediately and I was like, all right, go through your steps. Awareness, acceptance, appreciation. And you know what? It worked. It freaking works, friends. So if you're in a place where one of your confidence blockers is how you feel in your body, start to employ this strategy and watch it change you because it will. There is no way you go through this exercise at least five times and you're not changed. There's no way. I don't want to say I guarantee it, but I kind of guarantee it. You cannot do this exercise and not be changed. So that is what you do when you do not like what you see in the mirror, when you don't feel good in your body. You employ this strategy, awareness, acceptance, appreciation, and watch it change. And watch it change your relationships and how you show up in your life. It is incredible. All right, my friends. Okay, well, next episode, we have another interview. I'm so excited. Anita Hodges is going to be on the show. It's going to be awesome. She's great. You're going to love her. So we're going to be talking about fun stuff. So many good episodes lined up for you. I can't wait to share these with you. And I hope to see you on Thursday for the live class. So have a great rest of your day, my friends. I'll see you soon.